up my dude hello breadheads hello eric welcome to another episode of think fresh podcast the only podcast dedicated mostly to subway sandwiches that is right only mostly we reserve about 10 to 20 percent to talk about other things that are important to more more Mm -hmm. people than than subway subway is not important to anyone really yes the reserve the reserve blend the reserve blender uh, matters of cultural interest. Uh, any matters of cultural interest top of mind today, Eric? <laughs> um, well, not really. I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday. We're recording this a couple of days early because I'm going to be on a nice little vacation away from work, away from Thai. <laughs> I just mm-hmm, need like mm-hmm. a weekend to recharge. Um, and an unintended consequence, Ty, is we are recording this during a Lakers game, which I was hoping to catch, <laughs> but Ooh, we're ended up, we ended up recording this on top of um, game game five of the Lakers series, and hopefully we can wrap this ASAP so I can get into some basketball. We'll make it a quickie then, because that is important. Um, but this is our playoffs of sorts, so I hope you brought <laughs> your best game as we get Thank into you. this episode. Um, but yes, we are recording early because Eric has places to be. Uh, I believe we're going <laughs> to the crown jewel of Canada this weekend. And I'm not talking about uh, Justin Trudeau's package. I'm talking about Whistler, British Columbia. Whist- that is correct. Wissy Whistler. Um, yeah, that's correct. It is the crown jewel of the West Coast and like Australian stronghold. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, I'm pretty yeah. sure like all of all the like, people who move here are like obsessed with Whistler and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess they don't have mountains yeah, there. I don't know. It's really flat in that country. There's two things Australians like there's going with and putting like chutney in their subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know and, why the latter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they love their avo avo toast. Avo toast. That's because avocado is so stupid cheap there. So is it like really? the av- pe- avocado to Australians is like peanut butter to North Americans. It's everywhere. Mm. It should just be free. Mm-hmm. A good source of cheap fats. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over here it's uh, kind of a premium, and it really makes you think. It's like if only we were in in the upside down, which is the su- southern hemisphere. Maybe it would be different, you know, maybe paying more yeah. for um, sour cream, but the guac would be free. Oh, I guarantee you that the guac is free in Australia and probably most other subway locations in warmer climates. Come to think of mm-hmm. it, I was when I was in California this weekend, I didn't even think to check if the guac was free at the subways I'd walk by. It would be worth at least popping in. Hey, if you're an international listener, comment on our latest or give us a dm or comment on the latest episode tell us where you're from tell us what you're paying for guac at subway somewhere between zero and four dollars probably we got we got to figure out the regional cost of this thing we do we do um i I don't think i've ever paid for it simply because of how bad it looks you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like one of the most appetizing additions to my sandwich so um i never really opt for it but you're, yeah, you're, you know uh, what it looks like? It looks like peanut butter at Subway. It doesn't look like guac. 
It is brown and gray. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Chunky. Not smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ty, while I'm gone, what are you going to be up to this weekend? Because you are, I presume, hanging out in the city. You just got back from a vacation. So, um, yeah, what are you going to keep yourself busy with? Yeah, I have no clue yet. I really need some downtime. I've been going pretty hard, um, catching flights, not footlongs everywhere I go. So I think I need to settle back into my footlong routine <laughs> and um, rejuvenate a little bit. I've been making some mm-hmm. good sandwiches lately, so I'll probably keep that up. I uh, just finished making a sandwich before this episode, Eric, that I'd really like to share with you. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, let's get into that sandwich. Let me take the first bite. Okay, well, here's here's what I made. I made a tempeh beet Reuben. Are you familiar oh, with those words? Uh, <laughs> so are you telling me you beat up the temp whose name is Reuben? <laughs> uh, not quite, but so the, I love the live. That's a live avatar meme for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't beat up Reuben. No, I didn't. Uh, the temp is behind the mic right now, sweating as I speak, though. <laughs> oh, shit. No, so uh, this is a, a sandwich. I toasted the bread. I uh, marinated some tempeh with some thinly sliced beets and then fried those together to create this, make the tempeh turn like nice and purple. Then I made this mm-hmm. like dill pickle mayo where I chunkied up Ooh. some pickies and then mixed it in some mayo. And then I topped that whole thing with a giant glob of sauerkraut. So you got the sauerkraut, you got the beet, you got the fried tempeh, and then you got that pickly mayo all coming together between two crispy slices of bread. And I, I, I think it slapped. I thought it was pretty good. It felt so deranged when compared to a, well, really any sandwich, but like it just didn't feel like something you could get at Subway. And that's the mark of a homemade sandwich is that if you fly too close to Subway, then you've, I think, fallen in the sandwich creativity trap. <laughs> the, the illusion of choice. Um, mm-hmm. I think you've explained this to me like multiple times, Ty, but what the fuck is tempeh? I, I really need like a juvenile explanation because I just I'm still not grasping what this vegetarian mythical substance is please explain yeah dude i'd be happy to explain it to you and all of the breadheads that are uh veg curious but you're familiar with soy correct uh unfortunately i am familiar with the Mm. soy boy that is on this pod Mm -hmm. Um, yeah you you are the soy boy if you are um conscious of it don't get it twisted uh, you're the soy boy i'm the i'm the boy toy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, no it's okay uh, I'm sure your <laughs> jokes will get better as the episode goes on mark my words breadheads so tempeh is simply soybean much like it's sibling tofu which you are also familiar with because you're a tofu boy mm-hmm. except tempeh has been like fermented a little like longer or like more pressed or something it's basically tofu if tofu was really dry and crumbly Hmm. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. And flavor flavor profile is pretty similar, maybe a bit more bitter. More bitter, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you typically make with this this uh, substance? Yeah, well, you can make a tempeh beet Reuben with it. 
sometimes I will fry, cut, slice it uh, real thin, real nice, like uh, how a deli employee would slice a meat. And then I fry that up kind of like bacon. Sometimes mm. I'll chunk it and make a bolognese sauce with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, um, I've just, you can just kind of fry it with some soy sauce if you want to just like subsidize a bowl with some protein. Wow. Um, kind of can function like a sweet and sour, spicy kind of thing as well. It's very versatile. I, I don't really like the flavor of tempeh, if I must admit. <laughs> compared to compared to tofu, it has it's got just not as much going on. It's a lot harder to absorb flavor. Hmm. Yeah, I mean structurally, I can see how it might lend itself more to like new ways of consuming food um but tofu to me is like it's just like the moisture in there i think that does a lot for for you guys <laughs> for you people mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it like i think it's much easier to like season it and also like marinate it even and then like mm-hmm. if you like you can even like remove the moisture by like frying it and like drying it out right you can like get you get playful with the textures there but tempeh that that just seems like a level up that's like it's like reinventing something it's like disrupting the tofu industry that for no reason you know yeah in a time when the tofu industry should be coming together and helping each other the tofu yeah. turf wars are uh very very uncivil mm-hmm. exactly it's kind of like netflix going with like introducing like live tv and being like, oh, mm-hmm. look at what we invented. But it's like, no, you invented Netflix to get away from live TV. Why are you doing this full circle moment? That's tempeh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're so right. My biggest problem with the Netflix <laughs> live TV is that I don't think they realize that they're not competing with live TV. They're competing with like all entertainment, like Twitch or like youtube's got Mm -hmm. live like you're competing with all video Mm -hmm. streaming platforms at that point tiktok is basically live at this point anything Mm -hmm. that is like closer to the instantaneous creation of media by a user and that's really problematic for netflix because that's that's a really tough game to play like we are essentially live media like netflix is coming up against us target on think fresh is back that's right ty we we are the the mainstream giant at this point and Netflix is simply trying to keep up with us um, young creatives. Don't I, I think the message yeah. here, though, is like, don't make me do anything at any specific time. It's mm-hmm. like we've evolved past the need to do anything at any time. I want to watch Succession when I, you know, I'm able to, like, go to the gym, come home, eat. And then while I'm eating my tofu bowl, I can watch mm-hmm. Succession at my own time, Ty. I don't need to tap in yeah. right at 6 p.m. I got shit to do at 6 p.m., bro. Yeah, you do. Uh, I completely (laughs) agree, Eric. And I think this will be the downfall of Subway is that for two reasons. One, you have to eat the sandwich right away or it goes bad. And two, you have to order the sandwich on their terms. You're not allowed to just start in the cheese or pick your sauces and work backwards. (laughs) Subway is not a flat circle. Subway is a long sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's It's a marathon tie, not a sprint. And uh, you got to pace mm-hmm. yourself when you're taking down that 12 inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it, it, that is most fat guys playoffs. <laughs> <laughs>
the fat playoffs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you got me thinking about the Lakers again. Damn it. Damn. Um, I'm sorry. Damn. Well, Ty, I got to talk to you about one thing I remembered from my recent subway visit. I actually forgot to tell you and the breadheads yesterday when I told you, um, you'll have to forgive me. Obviously when I take down a foot long, I'm not myself. Um, mm-hmm. but when I, first thing I actually noticed when I walked in, Ty was a woman sitting alone, eating a foot long in the corner of my subway and sitting whoa, in the same back up, back up, back up. <laughs> Did you say a woman? <laughs> I know that's why I was like, so surprised because as we all know on this show, subway is, it's kind of like the barber shop, right? It's like where men go to feel safe. They're able to like go there alone sit at one of the booths and not talk to anyone, not not Mm -hmm. socialize, just like simply, you know, be a single guy in peace. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was like shocked to see this like somewhat attractive woman sitting in a corner, minding her own business. She was facing outwards though. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, like a true like introvert would be facing the wall (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like not even have the opportunity to like make eye contact with someone. But she was laser focused in on that foot long, dude. I, I couldn't get a glimpse of what she had maybe ordered, but um, but she was focused on it and she had both elbows up on the table and just like eyeing the foot long. <laughs> dude, it's kind that of funny. is such confidence. Big balls on her to be back against the faux brick wall eating because not only do you risk being identified by the other patrons, <laughs> but they can also see you going bite for bite on that foot long. And there's nothing more grotesque than a human trying to like deep throat the foot long in the restaurant <laughs> shit's falling mm-hmm. all over the hands you can't fit it in your mouth big chews happening uh mm-hmm. very very unattractive so uh, good for yeah. her good for her um but i, I don't want to like i don't want to like marginalize her by saying she has big balls <laughs> for for eating at subway alone um i don't know what the equivalent would be ty <laughs> any guesses mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to say big meatballs from here forward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I couldn't get a glimpse of what she was eating, but I can imagine it was not the meatball. And meatball is, I feel like women would just be like smarter at ordering than men. And that's a dumb order. Mm -hmm. Ordering meatball is stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Meatball, dumb. (laughs) Meatball, dumb. Exactly. It's for the meatheads. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this place, Ty, it got pretty packed when I was in there. Like, I think, I mean, I told you about the whole bowl fiasco. And for the breadheads who don't know what I'm talking about, tune into the previous episode. But this bowl, this mysterious bowl that was ahead of me in line with no patron Mm -hmm. was holding up the whole thing. And behind me, three other dudes were, were waiting in line. And when I got there, it was just me and this lady sitting by herself. Um, So... I guess I hit it at the right time. But you know what I also mm-hmm. noticed? She was sitting in the same spot as us. Maybe that's like where like normal people sit. Mm, the norm core nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> By the window, you know, lots of natural light. Um, mm-hmm. These uh, these incels usually sit near the back or in the staff's mm. quarters. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. The, the, the one like corner booth closest to the bathroom that the the... I guess on break artist, an, 
I guess if they're <laughs> artists in the gig economy, that would mean the one hour a day that they're unemployed. Um, if oh, they're yeah. true members of the gig economy, but that where they like post up and they, I don't never see them eating a, a sandwich. They're always like playing on their phone and eating like some Lay's plain chips, you know, <laughs> like that's their yeah. lunch. They know better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't want to waste their paycheck, their hard earned dollars on the same thing that's like causing them so much sadness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, if you can't mm-hmm. like give money back to your shitty employer. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is to leech and extract. Exactly. <laughs> leech at all costs. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ty. So that's been my world <laughs> these last couple that's of days. Crazy. Um, hey, when I was in yeah. Subway last week, I think I sent you a photo of this, but for the breadheads, when I went into Subway last week, there was a glass container beside the toaster oven that looked like a little greenhouse with multiple shelves on it. Now, there was nothing oh. in the container, but it said on the outside the word cucumbers, and then another word that said onions, and then another word that said peppers. And I don't Whoa. know what this thing's for. It was empty. It kind of looked like they were either, it was like a stay fresh, gr- like greenhouse container, or perhaps they were growing, they're planning to grow their own vegetables in house. It was really interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, dude, I, I really don't know what to say about that. Like, it sounds almost as if it's like overflow parking for mm-hmm. the line. It's like, oh, crap, we, we sliced too many onions. Maybe I can store it in this like greenhouse that's still visible to the public um, in order to promote the freshness of the vegetables. But in case you complain about how non-fresh they are, you can say like, oh, sorry, they were just they were in the overflow parking for a week. Mm, right they're just they're keeping them warm on the bench in case they need to sub them mm-hmm. in sub them in exactly. it is close it is close by but the problem with that uh possibility is that i don't think the black bins that subway carts their veggies around on are very um on brand with the rest of the aesthetics of the room it should either look like it's the vegetables are in a clay pot or the vegetables should be in a like a lightly green tinted like ceramic container or acrylic container that would be way more on brand for uh the type of vessel that subway would use however so like but you don't really notice the black bins because the black (laughs) buckets they're inset in the line right except for aren't they aren't they stainless steel are they stainless steel oh i thought they were like black black plastic like what you get like a potted plant in (laughs) <laughs> like uh you mean like when you know the artist reaches in like wrist deep into the lettuce bin like you're talking about that yeah i'm talking about that oh dude that's the barrel come on, bro everyone knows that that's metal well it's metal for like the the meats i think but i don't know that the are the vegetables yeah i have to look at this uh i got a photo here um subway <laughs> vegetables we got to settle this live on air. Dude, yeah, you're right. They're metal. What the fuck? Yeah, it's in Why my rice bowl photo I showed you yesterday, Ty. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Plastic wouldn't, wouldn't be very sanitary, um, mm. right? Because it would just, like, get, like, it would, wouldn't it, like, distort over time? Because, <laughs> like, the acidity of the, um, <laughs> I don't know, the banana peppers or something would, like, leak through and it would be, like, permanently stained or something. 
Yeah, that's fair. I just assumed that every bucket was one-time use. That's why. So this you know is interesting. Either way, my point still stands, plastic or tin. The sides of the bucket don't look very good if you can see the whole thing. And they were, they're all kind of on a podium inside this uh, glass castle of vegetables. Mm-hmm. But you know what's interesting? They're labeled. Whereas like in the line, they're not labeled at all. You just have to like, you have to like be able to identify the vegetable first before you ask mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. I was, my only thought was because of the way the shelving looked and I wish I had a photo to throw up on the board here, but um, the shelving and the labels kind of felt like a grocery store shelf. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if the plan is Subway's going to move into the Whole Foods market and sell you one of their precious green peppers to go pre-sliced. Be, <laughs> bring, it, bring it home if you just need if you just need an avocado or you need you mm-hmm. need a some romaine lettuce leaves full, not shredded. Mm-hmm. That would be the yeah, place great. to do a pickup. Yeah, great question. Um, I don't. I just don't know, Ty. And now I'm like scouring these photos of my own to see what twisted little contraption might be sitting in the back um but the only one i'm seeing right now ty is this subway hot soup container um and in the corner of one of my images ty there's like a little little like box (laughs) that just says subway hot soup and an image of some really nasty looking minestrone (laughs) oh dude yeah i don't every subway got the little hot box in the corner exactly <laughs> gone like soup of the day more like soup of the quarter because i don't think that yeah. shit's getting changed out anytime soon yeah and now that i'm realizing that like this thing has the old logo on it so this thing has been holding soup for decades and who knows like if people ever buy this do you think like the same soup has been there for like five years Dude, yeah, they probably just top up the broth after it burns off a little bit. You know when yeah. you read about these like two star, two Michelin star restaurants in Spain, and they'll be like, "We've been making the same paella for like four hundred <laughs> years. We've never turned or we've never turned the fire off in our pizza oven." It's kind of like Holy that. <laughs> I always thought that the bottom of the tomato bucket was that for Subway because surely, no matter what they do, there'll still be a, a single like orphan slice. Or a little bit of juice from the tomato that kind of mm-hmm. layers like a glacier over time as mm-hmm. fresh toms enter the bucket. Yeah. The ne- um, but I think the never ending soup might be <laughs> might actually be a better example of this case. <laughs> the never ending soup that is like constantly evaporating into the atmosphere in Subway. So like mm-hmm. you might not order the Subway soup, but you are consuming it every time you walk in. <laughs> everyone's collectively consuming the subway soup at all times (laughs) it's interwoven in the atmosphere with our with that bread smell maybe that's why the bread smells Mm -hmm. so strong is to cover up the rotting soup yeah absolutely the the jungle juice at the back of the subway is not actually (laughs) for sale (laughs) Uh, it's really funny this is just our diffuser the the, uh black i like the the metal soup a ladle sticking out kind of acts as like the reed on the diffuser or on mm-hmm, the incense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, the other, the other bottom of container that really worries me at subway is the, uh, field of ash at the bottom of the toaster oven. 
You can oh, imagine really? they're toasting thousands of bread a day. Every <laughs> single one's going to drop a few crumbs on that bottom, and that thing's going to get toasted to oblivion. Like the mat- contents of that are getting pummeled by radio waves all day. Like that shit down mm-hmm. there, radioactive. Like they mm-hmm. probably have to have guys in hazmat suits, full head to toe plastic gloves, come in there and remove that pan. Probably, I don't know how frequently, but yeah. Ty, I think it's you time to clean it oven. <laughs> I have clean it oven. Um, and I think the most like twisted part about that is having to like use the self cleaning cycle. Have you ever tried that on your oven? Do you have a self cleaning no, oven? That. I'm, yeah, I, I have the button. That button does not get pressed. I don't know what it does. The button scares the shit out of me. But I learned recently what it does because um, I obviously I moved into a new place. But it basically like maxes out your oven on the highest possible heat and it burns everything off to a crisp no way that's so scary it's terrifying like do you really want something in your inside of your apartment that's reaching 500 degrees no like that's insane hell no so yeah i'm never i'm never gonna press that button but and you know that can't even be really good for the oven right like there's no way like you're telling me that you know it's gonna burn off that that cheese that fell off of my pizza and it's going to just like zap it. <laughs> like what? I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm going to vacuum it up or something. Like what am I going to do with that after? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I think uh, the self cleaning feature was built in a time before genetically modified food. We now are consuming so much crap that is completely indigestible. That is also unburnable. Like I'm basically consuming macro plastics every meal. And we know <laughs> plastic doesn't break down. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's really cool. You learned that you have to be a special type of rich to have read an oven instruction manual. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I've never had like an oven be onboarded to me, <laughs> but mm-hmm. when I moved in here, someone onboarded me to how everything is used. And I was shocked to find out that, uh, that my oven was capable of such atrocities. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. They ran you through the feature set. Um, mm-hmm. Most people, they just encounter an oven like like the same way they like find a stray dog. And they're like, I guess I'll live with you now. But you <laughs> yeah. don't really understand them or what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like a dog because like some days you look at it and you think to yourself, I'll never replace you. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what, though? A Subway oven, like knowing this. And I'm assuming that Subway does not make, they do not manufacture the ovens in the Subway facilities. Those ovens are third party uh, software and hardware, which tells me that I'm sure. Hardware as a service. Yes. I'm sure they were manufactured with other features that Subway has not um, adopted in their business model. And I want to know what they are. I want to know what the oven manufacturer thought would make a great toast. That Subway said, nah, fam, we're not going to offer that on the menu. And it's just sitting like docile, waiting to be awoken like a curse on every oven across every Subway. Yeah. Well, I'm zooming into my photo once again, Ty, and I'm discovering that the brand name for this toaster oven is Mary Chef. Mary Chef? As in like... Um, Mary as like, a Merry Christmas and okay. then Chef, all one word. And there's no UI here, Ty. It's just a single button 
and the touch screen. The button turns it on and off and touch screen tells you exactly how much time is left. <laughs> so this is like peak design time. Dieter Rams <laughs> would else. see this. Yeah. Dieter Rams would see this and die happy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That does seem very uh, reminiscent of his good design principles. <laughs> exactly. Um, but this is kind of confusing though, because don't you remember back in the day, like they used to have like subway branded ones where it probably mm-hmm, wasn't mm-hmm. built and designed in mm-hmm. Cupertino by Apple or, or subway. <laughs> um, but it would have like the subway badge on it and it would almost be like, like a collab, right? It's like Apple makes or like Intel makes the, the chip. Um, but it's Apple mm-hmm. that, you know, packages it in a nice package and markets it to the public similar thing Mm -hmm. with a toaster um you know fucking black and decker is making the toaster itself Mm -hmm. but then subway is putting their logo on it and calling it it was i remember it was called like like subway like fast toast or something don't you remember that Mm -hmm. yeah it's like nexus for toast um (laughs) i don't remember what it's called though (laughs) pixel express (laughs) Yeah, next uh, max. The old it, it goes. It's probably because like back in the good old days of America, things were manufactured on American soil by American people for American consumption habits, and then it all went offshore. And now it's a Huawei made like guts of the toaster oven with a Samsung shell sitting in every subway around the around the globe collecting mm-hmm. a obscene amount of data on different dietary patterns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found an image here. Um, so apparently this Subway and Mary Chef partnership has been going back for some time. Um, they, mm-hmm. You can't really find them outside of a Subway apparently, but um, they used to be called Turbo Chef. And I was right, I, at the corner, they say Subway High Speed Toasting Oven. Mm-hmm. I noticed that the, um, okay, Eric has pulled up an image of it, and the article that contains the I- image seems to be avoiding using the word toast, and instead is preferring to use the term blast cook. And I really like that. You want to blast cook <laughs> a sub. <laughs> blast cook is crazy. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Okay, so but, uh, Toast Craft, is that what it's called? um turbo, turbo chef, chef. You, yeah i don't know dude i can't read el bandido is this it right here the el bandido of course it has a built-in panini press no way this is not it this is not it this looks like the consumer yeah, version it looks like it's like was removed illegally from chernobyl <laughs> yeah it's some soviet technology uh nuking mm-hmm. our sandwiches yeah, dude, this thing, um, this thing looks pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollars—that's what it costs. That's it. That's it. That would be so cool to put in your home. Do you think like mm-hmm. Ramsey has this in his home kitchen? It's a good chance, I think. Um, but you know what? At the hotel I'm staying at, Ty, they—I was checking out the certain amenities that came with it. And um, there was one 
That said, you can rent a toaster or rent a microwave for $10 a day during your stay. And I was like, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> if, Interesting. Um, say you were a traveling artist, mm-hmm. um, you could rent a toaster in your room and get some reps up while you're, you know, away for a convention or something. Mm-hmm. Dude, hardware as a service. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy that like, it's kind of like, um, uh, like additional purchases in app. You know, you stay at the hotel and then you get to like your in-app purchase is mm-hmm. the yeah, it's like uh, the toaster or the room service. Yeah, they knew right away. It's like not everyone will need this, but somebody will. And we need to have this on deck. I want to see the whole suite of options available for mm-hmm. any type of niche. Like, can I set up my own recording studio in the in the like one two the, the two queen suite at the Marriott? Yeah. Um, exactly. And you know, what's paying for this trip tie is Blendjet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Blendjet. As you may know, we are Blendjet ambassadors. Tell them what it means, Eric. That's right, Ty. We are ambassadors of this fine little hardware as a service. Um, it serves us and it does a great job at blending all kinds of shit, um, for your morning breakfast for a midday snack. Um, maybe you're making a cocktail. It's cocktail hour and, you know, you're making a margarita, a spicy marg like for the boys. Ty mm-hmm. likes cocktails. And <laughs> and um, guess what? We negotiated with Blendjet and we're able to offer the breadheads a very, very exclusive discount. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's very tempting. Tell them, tell them what we got them, Ty. Well, Bradheads, we got you not one, not two, not three, not four, but 12 inches off your <laughs> next purchase at blendjet.com. That's right. Use code THINKFRESH12, and we'll hook you up. We'll get you a blender. We'll get you uh, protein powder packs. Hell, we'll even give you free mm-hmm. shipping. Just use the code. Hook up with a blender. You can get the um, uh, Elsa from Frozen colorway, the camo colorway. Don't lose that one. And or any solid <laughs> jet black, whatever you like. Eric and mm-hmm. I are rocking the Pixar colorways. I got Woody. Eric is buzzed off Buzz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm buzzed off the blend jet. Um, yeah, use our the, the, use our discount and um, mm. support the pod. Support your lifestyle. You know, mm. eat healthy. Make some protein shakes. You know the deal. The Toy Story themed ones are actually really funny because it feels like a plastic toy. Like it's so small and portable and plasticky. It just kind of seems like this goofy <laughs> kid's toy that I like take everywhere to blend things at parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My uh, my sister was telling me actually yesterday how she uses a blender. I didn't I didn't drop this code on her just yet, but she was telling me how she her little secret is she'll make a blueberry smoothie protein smoothie and she'll throw a whole lemon wedge in there skin and all and i was like oh that's kind of nice and um i was thinking back to when ty made me a margarita and he blended the whole lime wedge (laughs) along with the margarita and i was too afraid to take a sip but if he did it to me now i would probably i would probably give it a go knowing what i know now Honestly, would not recommend, Eric. It is you get the chunkies, <laughs> you get the the oh, rind yes. in the, every sip. <laughs> That's right. 
Well, All right, get the rind in every sip and get the grind in every blend. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of grinding, it was really great uh, hosting this episode with you today. Thank you to the Breadheads who stuck with us till the very end, the OGs. Um, Eric's mm-hmm. got a Lakers game to watch, so let's let's sign off and see you next time. That's right. Lakers in five. All right. Sayonara.